I like to help nurses who are hardworking individuals to get financial freedom as well as working hard in what they're doing and what they love to do. You're listening to Nurses on Fire, the podcast for nurses by nurses aspiring to financial independence. I'm your host, Nasima McElroy of Financially Intentional. Let's spark some flames, y'all. Welcome to episode 66 of the Nurses on Fire podcast. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. If this is your first time listening, welcome and cheers to Igniting Your Fire. I'd be eternally grateful if you left a review, took a moment to subscribe, and share with other nurses that you know could benefit. So I'm super thrilled to record this episode because this is my first international episode where I feature a guest who opens nursing care businesses around the world. As a mother of four, a law student, and a businesswoman, Christine is known and admired internationally as a transformational trainer specializing in training people and how to set up their own nursing agencies, care homes, and thus going on to transform their working lives. Christine is an author and has 27 years of experience in running businesses. She has set up and ran training schools in the U.S., Cyprus, Jamaica, and the UK, helping clients set up and run their own homes. Episode 66 of the Nurses on Fire podcast, this nurse can own their own nursing care home. All right, Nurses on Fire, I have the honor to have Christine Blackledge here with me. And we are going to talk about earning financial freedom through starting a nurse-owned business. So, hey, Christine. Hi. I'll give you an opportunity to introduce yourself and we'll talk about how you've been able to help nurses achieve financial independence through starting their own business. Hi. So, thank you for having me as well on the show. So, just a bit of information about who I am. Um, I'm Christine, Christine Blackledge, and I help nursepreneurs start a healthcare business as well. And this can be worldwide. So I've helped people in the States. I've helped them in the UK. I'm actually going over to Jamaica towards the end of this year as well to set up an office to help individuals set up a nursing agency as well in, in Jamaica. So just a bit of information about me, over 30 years experience in setting up healthcare businesses. So that ranges from nursing agency, care home, which you call senior living homes, and also mother and baby unit. And we've also done foster homes as well, children's homes as well. So it's quite varied. I tend to, I love care, I am passionate and caring for people. And I like to help nurses who are hardworking individuals to get financial freedom as well as working hard in what they're doing and what they love to do. I love that. I love that. And you yourself aren't a nurse, but you have started all these nursing businesses and helped other people do the same. What encouraged you to start on this path yourself? Well, it started with my my uncle at the time. He needed some care and I was looking around and I just couldn't 
find something that I felt was suitable for him because they were larger homes. So I looked to see if I could sort do one myself, a smaller house, and I set up my own boutique care home. And it all started from there, really. And I enjoy caring and, and looking after individuals, but I like to create the homely environment as much as possible. That is awesome. That is so awesome. So I started off as a healthcare assistant and I was working really hard. I then got my care management qualification. I then became a senior carer. I then also decided to start my own care home. And that is a boutique care home because I had the care management qualification because I thought, you know what, I'm working hard for someone else. Let me work hard for myself and earn a good income from it as well. So that's why I decided to do what I, I'm sort of on this path now. I really want to teach people. I love to teach. That's part of my passion is teaching people. So for me, it was a natural progression from being the senior carer, doing the training for staff members, inductions and things like that. So that was my progression. And I've been care managers for care homes as well. So, you know, with my uncle needed the support, I then decided to set up my own boutique care home. And boy, I was full straight away as soon as I got licensed and, and registered with the government. You know what? I love that instead of seeing an issue as something that, oh, my God, this is a problem and complain about it. You were able to turn that into a business, pivot that into something that worked for you. And I think that's phenomenal. How did you go from your single care home to now teaching people around the world how to open their own nurse business? Well, I went from doing that and I loved, don't get me wrong, I loved what I was doing, but my true passion was teaching. And I felt, you know, if I managed to do this and I did my first care home, it was actually on a council estate in the UK. It was council, big, huge estate. So people thought that this would be impossible for me to set up a care home. But there's lots of people that live in the community that live in a council estate that need care. So you're going to have to explain what a council estate is to me because I don't know it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so the council estate is the government where they give you a house or they'll give you an apartment that you need to live in to rent. So that is what is called a a council estate. It's owned by the council. Oh, it's kind of like government subsidized housing or... That's right, yeah. So it's like housing association, that type of thing. So yeah, so I purchased the house on the council estate and then I turned it into... So on the council estate, it's very large, so people still need need care. So for me to set that up, the first on this council estate, the, all the government agencies was like, wow, I'm going to send someone to you. 
you know, so I'd arranged with social workers to come and see, see my house. It was registered. It was licensed. I was all ready to go. They came round, and that day, boom, they was like, they filled the home. I was full on the first day that it opened. And then I then brought the, I had my house, which was right opposite, because I lived on that council estate with my house that I brought, so I then moved out of my house with my family and turned that into a care home for men. And I specialized in African Caribbean. Wow. Wow. That's incredible. That's incredible. And, that, and so that makes me think, so you help people all around the world do this, but I'm thinking about like even state to state in the U S like, legislations and laws are different to set up homes like this. How do you help people do that when there's so many variables? There's a lot of variables. So like when I was in Atlanta, when we did the medical school and we did the medical staffing. So we had to go to the government, obviously, and apply for a license. We got the license and then we had the policies and procedures in place that was adhering to that law in that town. So a law is different for New York, the same as it is in Atlanta, California. I kind of went to Atlanta first, then, then it was New York, and then going to California. So it's looking at what those laws are and then matching each thing, having that evidence to back up that you're capable and competent to run that particular type of business. You have to have a nurse, for example, to be the care manager, for example, to be uh, looking after the staff members, for example, that are nurses to check their credentials and, you know, just making sure that it's compliant and that the staff members have got the right paperwork and that they're able to do the job and that their uh, criminal records check is fine and and things like that. And that, then there's the marketing side of things. So I was able to do that. It's about research because even though I'm here in the UK, I still can follow through and I do the same in Cyprus. That's what we're doing here in Cyprus. We're doing the license here. Uh, it takes some time here because there's a lot of red tape. Same when you go to America, red tape, you just got to do it. So you just have to understand the local laws um, according to where you are and just apply those. And But because you have a proven system in place, you kind of have a structure with that you can work within. And so it's adaptable to where you are. So if a nurse wanted to open up their own home and she was to hire you on, do you do individual coaching around it? Or do you do like group programs where you walk people through it? How does your business work? I'm known as a debt slayer because of the $200,000 in student loans I slayed in two and a half years. I hated those loans and dealing with the loan servicers. I was head down and focused and wanted to get rid of the debt as soon as possible. Knocking out these loans and seeing a zero loan balance was one of the most liberating feelings I have ever felt. But recently I learned that by not optimizing my student loan payoff strategy, I lost money. I'm talking about big money, y'all. 
I could have saved $80,000 if I had a customized student loan plan by the team at Student Loan Planner. Please don't make the same mistake as me. If you have student loan debt, especially in the six figures, head over to studentloanplanner.com slash financially intentional to get your customized student loan plan today. Do you know how your retirement funds are invested? Do you know how much you're paying in fees? Chances are you're on the same boat as some of my coworkers. Some of them set up their retirement when they first got hired and never looked at it again. Some have let a computer select their investments and don't even know what they're invested in. Worst of all, some people have their retirement funds sitting in a savings account and they're not even invested in the market because they're afraid to lose money. That's hella scary, y'all. What's even scarier is that some of you listening don't even have a clue what I'm talking about. And guess what? This is super common. This has to change today. Let Bloom do the work for you. Head over to financiallyintentional.com slash Bloom and get your free retirement account analysis. They'll check and see if your retirement account is optimized for you and they'll let you know if you're paying too much in fees. That's Bloom with three O's. Bloom can also manage your retirement account on an ongoing basis so you can take the stress out of retirement planning. If you choose to work with Bloom, their fees are incredibly low, less than your Netflix subscription. You have enough to worry about. Let Bloom handle your retirement account. The hardest thing you'll have to do when it comes to your retirement is remember that Bloom is spelled with three O's. Head over to financiallyintentional.com slash Bloom. Remember, spelled with three O's and get your retirement account squared away today. So what I do is I do boot camps. Either I do a boot camp where someone comes to to the boot camp. Obviously, these days it's online uh, due to COVID. So we do them online now, but we also do them face-to-face where we'll have a group of, say, 15, 20 people in a room. Obviously, it would have to be allowed uh, because of the situation at the moment. So we do boot camps for two days, four days, five days depending on what laws are actually involved, because obviously there's complications for residential care home. Is uh, There's a lot more paperwork as opposed to medical staffing, for example. Okay, so there's that. We do them online. I do one-to-one coaching. I do group coaching online as well, So which works really well because people can network as well which is really helpful for business owners. And you've got to have the right mindset as well to do a business. But if you're working so hard for someone else, why not work hard and do it for yourself? And that's the thing about nurses is nurses know how to work hard. They're not, a, they're not afraid of working hard. So that's a great audience to do this. And plus, plus with it, you have to have licensure to be able to do that. So this is, that's a, it's a really phenomenal business model that you have. And I love what you're doing. Can you share some success stories of some nurses that have gone through your training and that are open and that have their own businesses now? Yeah. 
Well, even even today, I like to explain even today, I've had some emails come through and two nurses, two separate businesses, they're nurses, and they both said they've got their license through. One of them got registered with the Care Quality Commission here in the in well in the UK. And the second person who was a nurse emailed me to say, Hey, I got the contract. I'm so happy. And she was actually laid off from work because her contract ended. So she was concerned about that because she had no money coming in. And hey, presto, she's got her own business now. And if she's been off work, well, she's been laid off for a month. And look, she's got a contract with And so used to having everything in front of them right away that we forget that innovation just takes time. I, I myself, I get frustrated too. Why? And you know, this is being one of my best friends is, Hey, I talk to you all the time. Hey man, I'm frustrated in the fact that I can't seem to just get there in mm-hmm. the next day, but that's just not how these things work, right? Innovation needs to be planned out. It needs to be very methodical. And then when it finally hits, that's when it seems like to everyone else that it, it sort of just came out of nowhere. But to you, you know, the amount of dedication that it took over that time. That's incredible. Teaching people how to generate income from nothing to starting their own successful businesses. I always tell people that there is infinite ways to make money. And so I love that you just help people go from zero to having their own business especially right now, it can be a little discouraging, especially for nurses, because this is an environment in which we didn't necessarily sign up for all the stuff that we're going through when a lot of nurses are looking for a way to change things up so that they have better quality of life. And so just bottom line, they're safe. And we talked about this a little bit offline, but can you explain the kind of businesses that you help nurses set up? there's there's a few right yeah there's the we've got the foster agency as well there's the children's home children's care home there's the mother and baby unit there is the the care home like i said for the elderly as well as adults it's not just elderly as adults and we do home care agency as well which is you know complex care as well in the community, as well as in care homes and hospitals as well. Awesome. So I'm a labor and delivery nurse, and I've never heard of a mother baby unit. Can you explain that to me? That's my selfish ask. Sorry. (laughs) No, no, no. Mother and baby unit is when um, a person is struggling to cope with their their newborn or their, their expecting, and their vulnerable so the mother is vulnerable the child is vulnerable as well but the mother is vulnerable as well and is struggling to cope mentally and needs support so when they are when they've given birth for example then you would then be supporting them in their daily lives of looking after their newborn baby and recording how they're coping and managing so that when they're ready to get their own place, then they're able to be 
um, placed in their own accommodation. So they could be at risk. The child could be at risk, for example. So it's just making sure that they're able to cope because they've had the support of how to, you know, look after a baby. I was just thinking, like, I don't think there's anything like that in the States. And wow. So you, have you ever ha- helped anybody set any, anything up like that here in the States? I haven't, no. But I know it's needed. <laughs> it's needed. Yeah. It's, oh, my God. It's so needed. It's so needed. You know, the way that we handle birth in the United States is a little bit challenging, you know. So, wow, I think that's phenomenal. And, I, and what an amazing business opportunity because there is, like you said, such a need, just like you discovered that or you fulfilled that need that your uncle had in starting a business. Like these are, this is the way that I think. I'm just like, oh my God, like this is something that is just drastically needed here. Yeah, okay. So how do nurses start working with you? They can contact me they, or they can go to my website, which is christineblackledge.com. I'm there. <laughs> Just my first name and surname and .com. Then, you know, they'll see more information about me. Also got a Facebook group as well. They can contact me by telephone, email as well. There's lots of ways. So if we wanted to bring you to the United States to do a boot camp, <laughs> what would that take? <laughs> Not very much. <laughs> Not very much because I have family in the States. So when the pandemic's on, obviously we can't travel anywhere, but you know, I normally do visit every year anyway. So, so it's not a problem for me to come to the States. I love to come to the States. and for me it's easy for me to envision the levels of financial freedom that this would open up for people for nurses and just their family and just generationally for you personally can you explain what levels of freedom it's opened up for you the levels of freedom well you can go anywhere in the world you can run an agency Anywhere in the world, let's put it that way. You can be on holiday, you can move somewhere and still run your agency. As long as you've got staff members there that are reliable and your manager, you can still be anywhere in the world. You know, and that's what's so good about this is that it gives you freedom to to go wherever you want to go. You know, take some time out and your business is still running and you're not losing any money. Yeah, that's definitely a dream of mine to be location independent, to be able to travel the world with my kids, to world school them. And so to be able to have a business that can support that is phenomenal. And I know that there's other nurses that would love to do the same. Well, after all the travel restrictions lift, obviously, but I mean, like, 
it just speaks to the fact that you can do it from home. You don't have to go into the hospital. You don't have to go into these homes. You set them up and then you can run them remotely. And I think that's such an amazing opportunity for nurses, especially nurses that are looking to transition out of the bedside. We have the skills. We have what it takes. And you have a streamlined process to help people get there. So I think that that is phenomenal. Well, thank you so much, Christine, because you have opened up my eyes to this whole new world of possibility. Thank you for having me. Of course. And I know other nurses out there would love to benefit from the services that you provide. And I will provide links in the show notes to your Facebook group and to your page and your resources so people can reach out to you. But I applaud you for addressing a need that was out there. And instead of just complaining, or just compromising, you created your own solution. And not only that, you turned it into a business where you teach other people to do the same and you help vulnerable populations and you help Afro-Caribbean people throughout the world, not only as patients, but as nurses. And that is strongly needed. So I applaud you. I love what you're doing. And thank you so much for sharing with my community. Thank you. I really enjoy what I do. So that's why I love this. It's my passion. Excellent. (laughs) Christine is really a Jane of all trades. She has her hands in so many things. And although she's not a nurse, she has helped hundreds of nurses around the world become financially independent, making six and seven figures opening various nursing care homes. Lesson number one. The best business ideas come from a need that you personally have that you can't seem to find the right solution for. My uncle at the time, he needed some care and I was looking around and I just couldn't find something that I felt was suitable for him. Lesson number two. Starting a business here in the States looks different county to county. I can't even imagine starting different homes in different countries. So I applaud Christine for being able to help nurses open homes all across the world. Even better, she does it remotely. In Cyprus, that's what we're doing here. In Cyprus, we're doing the license here. Uh, It takes some time here because there's a lot of red tape. Same when you go to America. Lesson number three. With so many other industries going remote, it is refreshing to know that there are options for nurses. Insert clip 1317. You can be on holiday, you can move somewhere and still run your agency. As long as you've got staff members there that are reliable and your manager, you can still be anywhere in the world. You know, and that's what's so good about this is that it gives you freedom to to go wherever you want to go. You know, take some time out and your business is still running and you're not losing any money. You've been listening to Nurses on Fire. If you want to learn more about me or my guests, check out our show notes page. If you found value, Please support our show by supporting our sponsors and affiliates also listed in the show notes. If you like what you're hearing, we'd love for you to give us a five-star rating and subscribe 
on Apple, Spotify, Google, or whatever podcast app you're using to stream this show. You guys, tell all the nurses in your life to subscribe. (laughs) And if you know a nurse with a compelling money story and would like me to feature them, shoot me an email at nasima at financiallyintentional.com. All right, y'all. Much love and keep them fires blazing. Thank you for listening to my mommy's podcast. Don't forget to subscribe. Bye-bye.